Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks Podcast. So today I want to talk about using every move as an assessment. So when we exercise and we go into the gym and we do an exercise, right, we have to remember that that is basically practice for another version of that movement. So when you do that movement, you constantly want to be assessing where do I feel working? Is this movement pattern correct? A lot of times though, what we do is we end up watching ourselves in the mirror. So we're trying to mimic a proper movement pattern. And when we're mimicking that proper movement pattern, we're trying to force an exercise to look a specific way. However, that doesn't mean we're using the correct muscles to actually perform that exercise. So what ends up happening is we perpetuate this overload because we maybe have postural distortions from sitting at a desk, commuting in a car, whatever it is, standing even in one position, you know, mommy hip, right? And so when we try to replicate that proper movement pattern and we try and mimic it in the mirror, we're forcing something that our body isn't actually able to control. But to try and control it, it will bring other muscles into play. It will seek out mobility from other joints. And that's why we end up injured. It's why we can't just be looking in the mirror, but we have to be assessing every movement for even the recruitment pattern underlying it. So what muscles do we actually feel working? And it's really key that we see every exercise that we are doing in the gym as practice, right? Because it's our chance to sort of improve upon those different movement patterns so that as we add loads, as we increase the, the challenge of the variations that we're using, we're making sure that we're actually using muscles correctly so we don't get injured. I think a lot of times, you know, we think, oh, I'll do that first assessment and I'll program and then I don't have to worry about it. No, no, no. Every move you do is an assessment. Anytime you change variations, anytime you add loads, those are all times to reassess, like, what do I feel working? What is actually working? And we might notice that different compensations and imbalances come out with some of those other options because we can't hide them because we're not just trying to mimic that form or we're not able to think about mimicking that form. So you might notice that, hey, with like a lighter load, I'm able to correct my weight shift in my squat. But as I add loads, because I have to focus a little bit more on lifting the weight, I can't. And that's where it comes out so that you can then address it. Okay. So think about every move as practice that you want to perfect so that you're practicing better and better and you're getting better and better results. You're using the muscles correctly to actually strengthen what you want to strengthen versus leading to overuse and injury. And then you want to think like, hey, when I'm assessing every movement that I do in the gym, both thinking about what I feel working and even using that sort of visual, you want to think about now, what am I learning from this? What imbalances do I have? What muscles are tight? What muscles are weak? How can I then include that in my rehab or prehab practice, right? Our warm-up routine. Your warm-up is about warming up the muscles that you're going to be working for the workout. It's about addressing postural distortions from your desk job. It's about also addressing areas of mobility restrictions or imbalances that you have that you've even noticed during your workouts, during those different movements. And then you can even use rest periods to address a little bit more, especially if you feel something tightening up that shouldn't be, okay? But you want to think when you're assessing the movement, like, what do I feel working? What imbalances do I have for the prehab work? What variations or cues can I use to try and change how I'm recruiting muscles uh, with the variations? Like what variations can I use to even work around and rebuild or retrain the movement pattern that I want to be correct with the proper recruitment patterns? But you want to think about using every move as a way to learn something more about your body to then tailor your workouts to even meet your needs more and more. Okay. So in terms of how to use every move as an assessment, I wanted to go over a few different tips that I like to use with clients. Okay. First is I like to use video. So if you aren't and you're only focused on watching yourself in a mirror, maybe stop doing that, especially with some lighter exercises or exercises that are a little bit easier and instead focus on that internal cueing. So focus on what you feel working and then use the video to really assess the form because when you're not trying to force something based on looking at it, you're going to really use the muscles correctly, which then might lead to you seeing that you have imbalances that you wouldn't have otherwise noticed if you were watching in the mirror and trying to force that movement pattern. Because again, our body is amazing and that it will try and do what we're asking of it, but it doesn't mean that it's always seeking out mobility or uh, stability from the right areas. 
And it's one of these things too, that especially if you're hypermobile, you can mimic proper movement patterns and rest on structure and end up with a whole host of other injuries, which is a completely separate topic for another day. Uh, but use that video to really be able to assess what you feel working based on what you also see actually going on, uh, but then make changes to your movement patterns. The second is use both those internal and external feedback. So use that video, use what you actually see going on with your movement pattern, but all what you also feel working. Because that can allow you to potentially even use other variations of movements that might address your needs in a way that might be safer or might allow you to rebuild or correct those different imbalances that you have going on. And then number three is change your prehab, okay? If you do see a weight shift, you know, if your shoulder blades aren't moving properly during pull-ups or push-ups, you know, if you aren't able to brace your core correctly, change the warm-up that you're doing, the extra mobility work that you're doing. Change what you're foam rolling and stretching. Maybe you even have to foam roll and stretch stuff on one side that you don't on the other side. Maybe you only foam roll and stretch on one side and you activate on the other. But do that whole three-part process to address underactive muscles, to strengthen them, to make sure that you're actually mobilizing the joints, addressing any areas that are tight that might be inhibiting other muscles from working correctly. Because we have to remember too that each time we step in the gym, there are different outside factors before we came into that gym, okay? Whether it's that we've been traveling and didn't do any of the prehab work, so things have tightened up, whether or not we're stressed, whether or not we're sore from a, a previous workout, all those things can change how we're activating and using muscles and even some mobility restrictions that might pop up, okay? And so each time we step in the gym, we're coming in with a slightly different uh, potential mind-body connection. And what that means is something that we easily mastered supposedly before coming back, we might not have mastered. There might be something off. We might not be as focused. So the more we can then be intentional and really assess the movements each and every time, the better off we'll be, especially as we start to progress things, okay? I think too often once we've earned a harder variation, we don't then start assessing. And sometimes we even need to back off because that day we just don't have it. There's something else that's going on that is causing us to create overload, okay? But by using every movement as an assessment, we can then know when we need to sort of regress to progress before we have things add up. And then select a different exercise variations based on what you have going on. So just because you want to include a deadlift or maybe you even love the barbell deadlift, guys, if you're feeling your lower back becomes overloaded, if you know that you're losing that control as you go up in weights, Maybe it's time to switch up the variation that you're using to sort of work on some of those weak links. Or maybe you stay at the weight that you can control and then add an accessory work to address the weak areas. Sometimes, you know, with clients, as much as I love that sumo barbell deadlift, I'll use kettlebells or I'll do uh, maybe even single leg deadlifts because they have a great imbalance in terms of strength between both sides or they have scoliosis or one of those things. So it's one of those things that Maybe they just, you know, need to do some of that balance work even, or, you know, they have ankle mobility restrictions that make the bilateral movement not something that's the best for them. It's one of these things that even if you want to work on that hip hinge movement pattern, there's so many different ways you can do it to actually work on what you see coming out in terms of your movement and your recruitment patterns. Okay. When we go into our workouts, we can't just focus on getting them done, getting through them. We need to be very intentional with our training to get the most out of it. Remember, every exercise you do, you're looking for different areas you can improve upon. And so, no, you might not film every single exercise you do to have to review hours long worth or hours of video, right? But you want to take different movements to constantly be assessing what do I feel working? What are my movement patterns? Are my movement patterns and recruitment patterns the same? Or am I compensating? Because the more you can really be intentional and focus on those things, the more you can address things before they add up in a way that either puts you out long term, leads to injury, leads to, you know, it basically causes you not to be able to do what you want to do, right? You want to always think I'm using these things to build up stronger and stronger, regressing where I need to then progress. If you guys want to check out more on using movements as an assessment or every move as an assessment, cueing, variations, uh, even how to include prehab based on what you're seeing, check out my Strong Smart uh, Workout 
Strong Smart Workshop re a Replay. Can't even get it out. It's so fabulous though. There's so many hours of talking. I think it's still hanging over from talking so much during it. But check that out because it really does go over those fundamental movement patterns of squats, deadlifts, lunges, push-ups, and pull-ups, and all that different work so that you can really dial in your training to get better results faster. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on leave a review on iTunes. We'd uh, really appreciate it, even though I can't get the words out anymore. Just went through too much with the assessments. But anyway, have a great day, guys, and comment below if you have any questions.